His hand felt cold, clammy to the touch. There is no warmth to his touch. He's a vampire. He's dead already. I feel disgusted that I have no choice but to ally myself with Dracula. His fellow vampires see him as a rogue, operating outside of the laws that vampire society conduct themselves by. But I will always see him as the man who once bested me. It was so many years ago. I remember as if it were yesterday. Dracula found a way to remove my gifts. And he tortured me. Pumping poison into my body, then burying me alive in concrete. I have no recollection of how long I was held captive. Only that every moment was an eternity of searing agony. I have no doubt that I would still be there had the Watch not discovered me and dug me out. Of course, that led me to being their captive for several years as well. But that is another story in itself. I vowed if ever I got free I would take my vengeance upon Dracula. Ironic that I am now in need of his aid if either of us, indeed the whole of reality itself, were to survive. I pulled my hand back. I had to resist the impulse to wipe it clean on my coat. I felt contaminated just by the vampire's touch. So, how do you suggest we proceed? That should be obvious. We need to return to the prime plane of existence and retrieve the Firestone. And then what? We must prepare. Leviathan will be coming after us. Given that she does tend to be a bit on the destructive side, we should arrange a suitable reception for her arrival. What do you have in mind? With this slower down. Something more civilized for a creature of Leviathan's stature, I think. Besides, I doubt a laser weapon would have much effect on her. So what do you have in mind? We'll discuss that later. Right now we need to collect that stone. Time is not our friend in this. As you wish. I reached into my coat and pulled out Death's walking stick. I held it out before me so the others could grab onto it as well. Dear me. Is that really how you've been getting about? Yes, I'm surprised you didn't already know. Oh, I'd heard rumours. I just couldn't believe it. You really cut a deal with Death so you could use his walking stick. You must be more desperate than I thought. If you have a better way to get around the Shadow Realms, I'd love to hear about it. As you wish. Barry, if you would be so kind. Your command is my wish. Or something like that. Close your eyes and think happy thoughts. Because there's no place like home. This is Mason. Everyone who can hear needs to fall back. We're outnumbered. We need to fall back and regroup. We can't leave, sir. If we run now, there'll be nothing between them and Portland. They'll overwhelm the city in hours. Portland's already been overwhelmed, along with every other city on the planet. This war is already lost. But how? They're just a bunch of dumbass monsters. They got the numbers, Trooper, and we don't. Now stop babbling and run.
how many do you think we lost, ma'am? Too damn many. What the hell were they anyways? Never seen anything like them before. Some kind of patchwork monster from what it looked like. Reanimated thing made up of body parts from other creatures. Sounds like Frankenstein's monster. Perhaps that's what they were. Given everything else we've run into the last few weeks, it wouldn't surprise me. What was that? My medication. It stabilizes my condition. I'd heard you'd been exposed to the zombie infection. Not just exposed. I became one for a time. This keeps me from becoming one again. Not that it would matter, given how bad everything's gotten. Just be one more monster wandering around eating people. But how did things go to hell so fast? We've been training for something like this our whole lives. And now... I don't understand. We stand for the one true Lord, God. We fight in His holy name to purify the world for the second coming. Yeah, we kick ass for the Lord, but it looks like the monsters like to kick ass too. So what are we going to do? Has there been any word out of Rome, ma'am? There's been no word from Rome since the dragons burnt Vatican City down. I'm scared the Pope may have been killed. Goblins, demons, dragons, hell, even garden gnomes. It's like someone opened a big can of weird and poured it all over the world. Weird is what we deal with. Or try to, anyways. With the military gone, we're all that's left. Except for those... those things we've got helping us, ma'am. Like it or not, those things are the reason we're still alive, Trooper. You would do well to remember that. Forgive me, but... but... it's wrong, sir. They're the spawn of the dark, just like the monsters we're fighting now. Allying ourselves with... I don't like it any more than you do, but the fact remains, if we die, they win. And the world is doomed. We can't afford to turn down any help at this point. Even if it comes from demons. It's just... I don't feel good about it. (laughs) I'd be surprised if you did. It goes against everything we've been taught to believe. But fear not. The decision to ally with them was mine. You will not face judgment for that. But what about you, ma'am? One day I shall stand before the Lord God and answer for my sins. I only hope he's in an understanding mood that day. We're getting close to the camp, ma'am. Should be there in a few more minutes. Good. Once we get there, have someone find Ryuk and send him to my tent. We have to plan our next move. Yes, ma'am. materialized outside my tower in the prime reality. I was home once more. From our vantage point we could see the outline of the city of Portland. Only something was wrong about it. It's dark. The whole city, it's all dark. So I take it this is not normal? No. Even at this time of night the city should be lit up, not dark like this. The power grid has been off for some time now. You knew about this? No. But I expected something like this. Stop playing games. What happened to Portland? I'll happily explain everything, but can we get inside first? It's not exactly safe out here. 
wanted to see me. Well, look who finally decided to drop in. Forgive me. I've been somewhat busy. We all have. My troops lost Beaverton today. That's a pity. We fare no better out at the Columbia River. Who's been attacking over there? Zombies. Wait, you guys are beaten up by zombies? You guys are freaking werewolves! On its own, a zombie is no challenge. But this was a herd. Thousands of the dead, together. They can be a significant threat. How bad was it? Four of my pack were torn apart before we could fall back. You should know, the herd is coming this way. How long do we have? It will take some time to get across the river. Also, they're shamblers, so they're not moving fast. Best guess, I would say, is sometime tomorrow. Maybe the next day. This keeps getting better all the time. Uh, did you have any luck making contact with the vampire clans? Vampires? Huh? They've proven themselves to be nothing but cowards. The vampire clans have gone into hiding till the current conflicts have passed. To think I was almost foolish enough to make a pact with them. <sighs> so that's it. We're all that's left. No help coming and none to be expected. Makes the night of 68 look mild. Night of 68? I do not understand. October 1st, 1968? It was the first major zombie outbreak of the United States. It's before my time, but... From what I understand, it started in this little podunk town right outside of New Orleans and then just spread. Like a virus. Watch never could figure out how to control it. Started thinking it was the end of the world for a while. And then Byron turned up. Yes, Byron. A pity the pale man has not availed himself. He could have been useful at a time such as this. It's been weeks, not a word from him. If Byron was going to help us, he'd be here by now. Still, I keep thinking he's just going to pop up. Right at the last minute, for dramatic effect, of course. <laughs> And then just pull some metaphysical rabbit out of a hat that'll fix everything. Given the state of the world, it would have to be a very impressive rabbit. The most efficient sheep-wrangling rodent you ever set eyes on. A what? Line from a film I saw once. Doesn't matter. Not anymore. If we are to die in the coming day, I shall die... As I have lived, a warrior for werewolf kind. If I must die, I shall do so, defending the honor of God. Then die well, Agent Catherine. You too, Wolfman. You too.
It had been some time since I had last stood in the main chambers of my home. The room looked as it always did. Books lined the shelves along the circular walls. Ornate furniture on hard wooden floors. My desk upon which sat a small globe of the planet Mars. I've always had a fondness for the red planet. And a fire burning in the hearth. There has always been a fire burning there since the dawn of time. Well, since the fall. Two plush chairs sat in front of it. Barry sat perched in one, Knox in the other warming his hands. Dracula was slowly walking about the room, taking it all in. You know, I always wondered what inside your place might look like. I have to say I'm disappointed. Disappointed? It's not living up to my expectations of you. I always imagined you to be more Art Deco or Andy Warholish. This all looks too Edwardian for my tastes. Mind you, you do have quite a book collection. I never knew you were such a fan of Nancy Drew. It's a passing fancy. But we can talk about my taste in books later. What's happened to Portland? It's not what's happening to Portland. It's what's happening to the whole planet. You know the basics already. The three stones are in play, the cosmic boundaries are breaking down, and so on and so on. So it's affecting this world as well? Oh, much more than affecting. You see, this world is the prime Earth. It is the center of the puzzle. So everything is bleeding into this one, more or less. It started a few weeks ago. A rash of cannibalistic attacks on people along the east coast of America. Turned out to be zombies. Although the DCD kept trying to convince people it wasn't. Got to love how humans are really big into the whole self-denial thing. Strange musical sounds started coming out of the sky. That turned out to be the sound of the dimension barriers being ripped open. Strange yellow fogs descended over cities across the world. That was just the elder god Cthulhu having a bad case of gas. Told him to lay off the shellfish. But did he listen to me? Nope. Should be thankful he didn't have the fries, too. After that, things just accelerated. The various higher realms and the shadow realms are all merging into this one world. So Earth is becoming a patchwork world, made of various bits and pieces of everything around it. Yes, but it can't survive. It was never meant to be like this. In a very short time, the Earth and the whole fabric of reality will tear apart. Just as Leviathan desired it to. But it's all happening out of her control, because she doesn't have the three stones. Exactly. If she had the stones, she could have recreated her world once this one was destroyed. But because Byron and I have the other two, once Earth is gone, there'll be nothing. Everything will be erased as if it never existed. And we really have no time to waste. I went over to my desk. Pulling a skeleton key from my coat, I unlocked a small cabinet built into the side of it. I reached in and took the firestone out from where I was keeping it. The stone glowed red and felt warm in my hands. It seemed to pulsate with life. I held it up so everyone could see it. The firestone. With a sarcastic smile, Dracula pulled the air stone from his jacket and walked over next to me. He placed his stone on the table next to mine. Barry and Knox came over as well. So how does it work? Your guess is as good as mine. They didn't exactly come with an instruction manual. Maybe you're supposed to rub them. You know, like a magic lamp or something. Somehow, I don't think so. 
How did you find out about the stone anyway? I'd heard tales about them for many years. But until a few days ago, I'd considered them little more than a myth. What changed your mind? I encountered a man. A librarian had a great deal of knowledge concerning them. A librarian? What did he look like? What does that matter? He looked like a librarian, if you must know. A little man in a stuffed tweed jacket. Knox, you're right. You look troubled. I'm fine. It's just... It's not important. Is there any chance you can get in touch with this librarian? Maybe he can tell us what we need to do next. I have no idea how to find him. Not with everything that's gone on now. I wonder... Wonder what? What would happen if we touched them together? Dracula reached out and pushed the two stones together. The moment they touched, there was a brilliant white flash. And then a massive explosion. This is Portland, Sam. You're Portland. What's happened to it? Many things, from the looks of it. Hmm. Maybe they're remodeling. But why did you bring me here? I thought you wanted me to talk to Byron for you. I do. Byron has also come here. Byron came here? You mean, he just... He left me behind. Why would he do that? He didn't even try to find me. Don't take it personally. Byron's easily distracted. I speak from experience. But I... I thought... I thought he liked me. At least... as friends. Oh dear. You're really into him, aren't you? No. No, it, it's just... I mean... Let me give you a piece of advice, Sam. You don't want to be involved with someone like Byron. People are just tools to him. A means to an end. Again, I speak from experience. It isn't like that with me. Isn't it? Maybe you should ask him. <laughs> we need to find him anyway. Where is he? Oh, he's probably at his tower brooding over something. Where's your henchman? Freak show. Preparing. Now come along, Sam. There's a good girl. Let's go find our pale friend. Will you please stop doing that? Doing what? Speaking to me like I'm a child. It really gets annoying. But as your spiritual mother, I always see you as my child. Fine. But you can at least talk to me like I'm an adult. As you wish, my dear child. Leviathan has arrived, my master. It has brought the Pale Man's friend with it. Very good, Ash. You have done well. You should also know the Pale Man's tower 
has just exploded. There's nothing left of it but ashes. When playing with fire, one should expect to be burned. Does this not affect the great plan? I thought you needed Byron alive. Do not worry, my friend. All is going as I have planned. Very well. The board is set. The pieces in place. Time for the game to begin. As you wish, Master. You've been listening to The Byron Chronicles, Season 4, Episode 2, In Blood and Ashes, written by Eric Busby. Featured in the cast were David Alt as Byron, Laura Post as Leviathan, Natalie Van Sistine as Sam Beale, Ben Harmer as Knox, Climb Angus Dodds as Dracula, Victor Aurelius as Barry the Cat, Mindy Keenan as Agent Catherine, Peter Cat as the Watch Trooper, John Specht as the Librarian, and Darren Marlar as Ryak and Esh. Music by Midnight Syndicate. Byron Theme by Kai Hartwick. Script edited by George S. Nader. This episode was produced and directed by Eric Busby. This is Darren Marlar. You've been listening to an Eric Busby production. 